your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutch on Live 95. We have uh, three um, regulars uh, on our coffee break and on Limerick today. Delighted to have them in the studio again. John Delaney from GGL Security, Sinead Clossy from Specsavers Limerick and Valerie Murphy from Valerie's Breast Care. Hello. Hello. Uh, you're very welcome, all of you. Morning, Joe. Look at the you see the faces looking at me. What's he what's he going to be saying? Jeepers. What's he going to it's a Friday of a bank holiday weekend? What's he gonna be throwing at us? Something light, Joe, please. Well, it's kinda light, but it depends on your perspective, I suppose. The clocks. The clocks. What? Don't throw your eyes up to heaven. We have a video here now. <laughs> oh, God. It's all high-tech stuff. Um, so you're, you're obviously not a fan of the clocks changing, is that do I understand? Absolutely not, no. John and I were just chatting about that outside, actually, and... Um, I don't see the We're going to have to separate all. all these guests. You can't have all your best chats outside reception before you come in. We'll meet down the town, Joe. <laughs> Never go for a coffee. Don't worry. So what do we really think, especially we'll about your man? session after this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go It's Friday. It's bank holiday weekend. Mm. You know, we, we're against the clock, so we've decided we're all going off to Nancy Blake's after this. Okay, well, absolutely. And, and why not? Nancy Blake's would be delighted with the free advertising. Um, but on the issue, though, like what it's fall back, so they go back an hour, don't yeah. they? So you get an extra hour in bed, then it's very dark very early, isn't it? Pause. <laughs> well, the theory, the theory, uh, like I suppose the background to it was we, uh, schools and uh, children mm-hmm. walking to schools, and like we, we were just saying, like maybe that's gone now. Uh, and now, now from a business perspective, you know, people are working from home. People, are, if you're running your own business, you're working late anyway, and you know, there's no reason to. Um, fall back at this stage that you should be left alone maybe if not left alone totally you know postpone it for a month and yeah. uh, and bring the the other end back a month and shorten the window that right. the clock's actually back yeah but it makes it makes more sense that uh, to have the extra hour in the evening because in the morning the light is coming yeah you know, I remember I grew up in a farm and years ago when back in the 60s 70s the farmers used to put back their clocks at all you know that was that, that's what happened at that time yeah yeah what do you think Really don't care, Joe. Joe, um, okay. yeah, I, I suppose I'd love it just to stay as it is, you know. Uh, but you, you don't, go you to don't your, know it's dark and you're kind of going, oh God, it's dark. So, no big deal. No um, big deal. Yeah, no big deal. I suppose if you go to any of the European countries, do they do it? You know. Well, they, I think I think they do. It may not time exactly, and of course, the states does it, but doesn't time exactly with when we do it. And the big problem we have is Brexit, of course, because yeah. you'd have you know, I mean, Lifford and Strabane, for example, which is essentially the same place. Mm-hmm. One part of it would have one time zone, and the other part would have the other time zone, unless the British would agree to do it with us. Oh, but you'd work it out, you know. Um, as I say, like the workplace has gone so electronic now, you know, I don't think that'd be a problem. You know, maybe try it. Do you know Dublin at one stage had a half hour time difference with London? Wow. At one point. That's yeah. confusing though. I mean. Half hours. I think there's parts of Australia where it's a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Is, am I right? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Between yeah, and Perth and Sydney or yeah, yeah. a five hour yeah. flight between the two of them. I know. They're huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge places. But the big one is, I saw Claire Brock last night on the Tonight Show on Virgin Media. And I have to say, about she and Kira Doherty and the team there, they do a really good job in that Tonight Show um, with uh, the resources maybe of other organisations. Uh, but she was saying, and I get this totally, you know, as a parent of young children, will you please leave it alone? Because that is where it really causes problems. Kids are all, all over the shop with it. 
running around the place going, what do you mean? I'm a bit an extra hour. It's half five. It's half two. It's half three. What time is it? No, yeah. But yeah. I suppose it's just something that, you know, it's like tradition now, isn't it? Yeah. You, you just expect to get that notification on the Friday, the clocks are going back on Sunday and mm. everyone gets that sleep in on the Monday morning on the bank holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think leave it let well enough. See, yeah, I'm not as well travelled as you guys, but I understand that there are parts of the world where, because there's a proximity to the equator, where it kind of remains 12 and 12 or thereabouts all year round. You get your 12 hours of sunshine, but you don't get what we get in the summer, mm. which is whatever, half 10, 11 o'clock, and you can still be out. Yes, like that is a great advantage that we have that. And when you do go somewhere else, you realise what we have. And we, we've taken it for granted forever, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but with the kids now, it's not a big deal, I don't think, because they're off for the next week anyway. Yeah. So uh, it's abs- not going to really affect them by the time they go back to school. They'd be well adjusted to that hour. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I think I'd leave it alone for me. There's something very gloomy about it being dark at five o'clock in the evening. It really That's, is. Because uh, yeah, yeah. you end up going to work in the dark and coming home yeah, yeah. in the dark as well, yeah. you know? Now, it does suit for Halloween, all right. Yeah, you can't Tuesday. beat the fire. The fire at night is lovely. Oh, I wouldn't you know, be. I, I, you I, I, are we allowed to have fire earlier. anymore? I don't think we are. No, climate change targets and all that there, Barry, I think. I think. <laughs> God, Joe, it's very gloomy now. <laughs> You're back to gloomy. Can you start again, please? <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, are you God. fans of Halloween then? Are you a fan of Halloween? Tonight? You look like you're a big Absolutely, fan of Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, love the whole festive. Love the dress up. Love the, you know, the decorations and all of that. And it's gone to another level now. It's gone like competition time, isn't it? It really has. Yeah. Uh, and you know you love the creativity behind it yeah I just love to see on the nights out you know the the, the extremes that people go to and it's it's very creative Um, whilst I suppose us all growing up we had our our traditional you know easy going competitions at home with the the, the apple and all of that crack Um, and it was a time for ghost stories and a time for that, that, that traditional time I think that part of Halloween is gone you need to go looking for that now. So you need to go looking for those kind of traditional things. You do, but I, I, I mean, for example, I, I, I wouldn't dream of walking into or crossing a fairy fort. Not in a million years would I do it. We're, we, you know, we have very strong connections to the pagan world as well, don't we? Mm. Yeah, but I suppose to go back to the Halloween question, like it's for the children, really, you know, outside of... Um, school going kids with their dressing up in their costumes and that. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. I <laughs> well, <are you? laughs> go out in town and, and, and yeah, Sunday night and you know about it. <laughs> yeah. John lives in Tipperary. John knows we're different there. in Tipperary, yeah. Um, no, good, but good I, was in, stuff, I was in the States <laughs> ten, uh, uh, in the States <laughs> Did, what did you say? I said good hurling. Oh, yeah, <laughs> say nothing. The home of hurling, according to the two Johnnies. Um, uh, I was in the States 20 years ago, and the way that they celebrated Halloween was just amazing. You know, we've only kind of caught up with that now, and it's it's big business now compared to what it was, um, you know. But I still think it's for the kids, you know. Yeah, yeah well, I uh, uh, it's, uh, it was great cracking. Yeah. You know, this morning I dropped mine off to school, and like they're all past, they won't get dressed up now, you know. Oh, won't like, they? No, because oh, they're all in secondary school now, shit. unfortunately. And um, but um, I was driving up Connell Avenue and see all the kids going into the model, and they were all dressed up. And oh, gee, like I was driving slowly just to look. Isn't at them. it brilliant? Yeah, it's yeah, all over yeah, town and, and around yeah. the county as well. It's amazing to see people. Yeah. And, you know, the different uniform changes and what they're allowed to do now. And 
number of different events they have to go to with it's different all parties. Outfits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd want about six outfits you, between you parties. Yeah. Of the, you would, the absolutely. And unfortunately, um, my skeleton costume tore last year. Oh, God. So I don't know. Your what own I'm, skeleton. Yeah, my own one, yeah. But I, so I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you need to sew it. It'll look more authentic. Would you look at me, would you? So Okay. <laughs> And you, I, I, I think you had a fair idea when you said that too. The idea of me trying to solve something. I was being sarcastic. Yes, I, I think so. Valerie. Yes, indeed. Um, but it is good fun. Although you don't see some of the tra- traditional games. You know, what was the one we used to uh, stick your snap apples? Remember that one? Yeah. And flowers. What was the flower one? Oh, I don't know about that. Now. I know you were probably advanced in your place now, dear. You had the flower. <laughs> you wouldn't be dirty in the house in our house with the flower. Out, oh, yeah. that's true. Yes, yes, yeah. um, absolutely. But it's generally good crack as long, of course, as people reasonably behave themselves. You know, that's the yeah. I suppose like the the the, the new dimension to it is the fireworks. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, the countryside has gone mad on fireworks in the last maybe ten years, and it's ridiculous. Uh, number one, they're dangerous, mm-hmm. and number two, they're you know very um, hard on on pets and animals and wildlife and and know, people but, too. At times, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the danger. The dangerous aspect of them is is yeah. You know. There are definitely ways to get out there and enjoy yourself without that. But we do seem to have really embraced it again, you know, whatever the Americans did with it and sent it back here. Mm. We've doubled down. Yeah, I think the internet has opened up that. I mean, there's so much more accessible to us now. I mean, you can go online and order pumpkins and costumes and they're delivered to your door within two days. So I think that's, you know, the Asian market has really opened up our creativity and what we can do, like, I mean, I passed a house this morning and it's like a scene from Hollywood. It's just like, there's everything, there's graves, there's there's skeletons. <laughs> I think I saw in social media during the week, there was a garden in someone's lawn somewhere. With a speed uh, gun. With a speed yeah. gun. So, Are you, you serious? Know? Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's well, that was a real guard, actually. But that's taken it to, you know, it's great to have a sense of humour, Joe, isn't it? I mean, it can't be all doom and gloom. All right, I, all right. Uh, yeah. I get it. Yeah, How so, many times you got to say this? I'm feeling the vibes in here. <laughs> right, we'll take a break. I'll try and cheer up during it. Now we're in the middle of our Friday morning coffee break and uh, John Delaney from GGL Securities with us, Sinead Glossy from Specsavers in Limerick and Valerie Murphy from Valerie's Breast Care. Um, and, you know, I'm encouraged during the break to cheer things up a little bit. So could you imagine what a fantastic weekend it would have been if Ireland were in the Rugby World Cup final, John? God. Absolutely, um, and you know, so near and it's so far, and like, what do we have to do to get there? I really don't know, but it's you know, New Zealand, New Zealand, and South Africa seem to be peaking at the right time, and you know, uh, it's it's it was heartbreaking to lose it, but a fantastic effort, and you know, and we'll get there sometime. We'll get there. Yeah, I see Johnny Sexton retiring and and releasing a statement saying, you know, that and he said interestingly that this was the best group of players he had ever been involved with and worked with. Um, but maybe the difficulty, and some of our experts were saying that this might be the best chance Ireland ever had of actually winning the whole thing, and yet there it is, two traditional teams in the final tomorrow. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of luck involved though as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we, we did amazing, like, you know, and we could have, we could still be in it, but it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. but sorry to see Johnny Sexton go. And of course, our very own fabulous Keith Earls. It, it, rugby will never be the same for me again, because Keith Earls is not there. I'm devastated. Well, I was at the match on, sa- on Saturday Ooh. and um, the Munster game. 
yeah. And, and, and I was thinking that exact point. And yeah. I know our commentary team um, were saying that the, the Moy Ross Terrace should be renamed the Keith Earls Terrace. Agree. Which is yeah. a great idea and fully deserved. But I was just going, God, I miss, miss old Keith, you know. But then other people said to me, you're just getting old, Joe. You're <laughs> oh, just getting, it's, all about the, it's all about the, you know, it's the like young the bands, players. And yeah, and I suppose, you know, if you delve into to Johnny Sexton's tweet or tweet or, or his, his statement, yeah. statement yesterday, it was just so humble mm. and it was warm. And But I think what, you know, I got out of it was the leadership that's in the team. Yeah. And we probably haven't seen that in rugby before. It's always about the coach and the coach holding the interviews and, and all of it. You know, you can feel the one team there. You can feel the mindset within Johnny Sexton and, and he delivering that down through the, the rest of the players. Um, but I mean, aren't we so lucky in Limerick that we have such a range of sports and people involved in so many oh, 100%. Uh, different yeah. sports? I have a couple of South African uh, ah. peoples working with me. So does my wife. It, yeah, and believe it or not, they have a big gig going in Limerick that's for all South Africans. I don't know if I can mention the, the venue, but okay, they are. Go on, yeah, so it's out in the Kilmory Lodge and they're all there every night there's a match. But I got some live so that, links. you'll be watching the final, will you? Yeah, yeah, I got some live links last Saturday night and you could feel the tension. You could feel yeah. the tension through the phone. But I have three girls, um, Amy, Justelle and Shanique and a big shout out to them on the radio uh, and I wish them the very best of luck on Saturday night. Right, yeah. And we all, and this is the funny thing, there's quite a South African contingent in Limerick. Um, you know, I, I certainly know a few myself and then there are New Zealanders and there's... Oh, yeah. There's yeah I, I actually met the Barrett's, I met the Barrett family, um... Oh, the, the, the All Black family? Yeah, in, wow. in Italy. It happened to be in Hullas in Italy about 12 years ago when the Under-20 World Cup was on and Johnny Lacey was actually referring at the Under-20 World Cup and he invited us up and we met, we were up in the stand and my young fellow was wearing a Munster jersey and this guy says, come on Munster, like that. And we went back talking to him and it was the Barrett's father. Isn't and nice? we met them and uh, they were a lovely family. They had been working on a farm in Kildare or in County Mead, 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 yeah. Mead yeah. for years on a farm exchange and they were actually the young the three Barretts uh, were uh, brought up in, in County Mead and played Getty football in County Mead Isn't and there they are tonight or tomorrow night on the, you know so I'll be shooting for New Zealand yeah, and, then, and then we have two monster fellas in the South African squad yeah. don't we R.G. Snyman and John Klein yeah. and uh, Felix Jones and Felix Jones connection yeah. of yeah. course as well, you and know. Rassi then for for and uh, Rassi, yeah, and, and Jack Meenan Barr, who was coaching, and, and now he's he's off to Leinster after this. So yeah. it, there, there is, it is extraordinary the number of people who've come through the whole yeah. monster thing. As but well, in, the, in that under twenty World Cup that I'm talking about, Borden Barrett was he was out half for uh, for New Zealand, and Andrew Conway was on the Irish team, and Farrell was on the English team, and Vinopanola. All those guys, you know, it was amazing Where to see those really guys coming guys, through. Yeah, yeah. So I saw all those fellas playing under yeah, twenty. Yeah. Great experience. Yeah, and um, I, I know that there's a, a revised and updated version of Stand Up and Fight, Alan English's brilliant book on when Munster beat the All Blacks. Which would you believe next week is forty-five years ago? Wow, wow! Forty-five years. That game was actually played. I was only on the Halloween. Cradle, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Where were you? We've seen the play. In the <laughs> um, and, and all of that and there's been some great stuff around it but anyway that book is out and you know gets a lot of praise um, the, the the original version of it I know it's, it's been updated for that in paperback so we'll talk to Alan about that next week who's now editor of the Sunday Independent um, of course so my impression so you are back in New Zealand yep. New Zealand 
South Africa. You're going to back South Africa? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the underdog, you know. I just I just love that whole uh, camaraderie that's in the, t- in, in, in the South Africa team. I yeah. love it. Now, obviously... You know, uh, I would love Ireland to be there. Of course, yeah, of course. Absolutely, sure we you know, all would. It would but that's sport, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the way. But goes. I, yeah, I have to back South Africa. Right, right. Well, sure, we'll we'll wait. Oh, jeepers, hang on a minute now. I've just thought of something. It, one one of those colleagues, we hear her voice. Is it I that? May. Yeah, we hear her on here. The ad that Specsavers do. Yeah, she, she voices one of the ads. Yeah, she does. Yeah, so she's my audiologist, and um, yeah, so we have a fabulous team. I have three audiologists from from uh, South Africa, and they are just amazing, very professional. And now they've just lately launched a wax removal gig as in, well uh, in all the businesses. Yeah. Wow. So anyone suffering from earwax out there in County Limerick or in Limerick City, <laughs> please, 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 please pick up the phone to us. And since we're we're talking about um, ads and because I, I think I've heard you, I've read the Hope Foundation, you're very close connection yeah. to that, don't yeah. you, in so India? Isn't one that of right? my team, Brian, he's actually going out on the 3rd of um, November to Kolkata. So there's a team of 22 going out from Specsavers. And we'll be testing on the streets and in the dumps and the slums and uh, wishing Brian the very best to look as well. And to all the team in Specsavers, because they fundraise for this. You know, yeah. we go with all our own money. We Everything goes back into the community and we hope to probably test about maybe 5,000 people this time. The other thing that's being marked this weekend is out in Brough because there is a strong connection to the Kennedy family, the American Kennedy family, through the Fitzgeralds, the other side of the family, and they're having a special autumn school this weekend because it is 60 years since JFK was in Limerick this wow. year. 60 years, and 60 years, of course, since his assassination, which is um, uh, coming up uh, next month. And we, we had some really interesting conversations about it on the show during the week, including with uh, Pat Wallace, former director of the National Museum, uh, talking about very clearly remembering the visit and right. being there and seeing Kennedy and then remembering hearing the news at a time when we didn't have yeah. the social media and all of that of um, of his death. And, you know, it, it's it's he's probably still a, a huge figure, isn't he, JFK? Yeah, and I, I, I don't remember JFK's yeah. assassination, but I do remember Bobby's... I was only four or five when Bobby Kennedy was shot. And remember my father collected me at school at about three o'clock in the evening and he um, he pulled in in the car and he let down the window to tell another person that he just heard on the one the one o'clock news. Do you remember the one o'clock news in RTE? It was the Sky News at the time. But he said Bobby Kennedy had been shot. And I says, like, I'm only four or five, but this is big, you know. Yeah, um, that's right. It was just amazing times. It, it really, it really was. was like people's households, if you go back to the 60s and 70s. Like you had the Sacred Heart, you had De Valera, you had Michael Collins, and then yeah. you had Kennedy. On You're the absolutely yes. right. It really was, it really was. Anyway, they'll be marking all that in uh, Brough over Bruff. the next uh, few days. Um, Is that on Saturday? Or uh, it's throughout the weekend. It starts tonight and then it runs Saturday and Sunday and, and lots of different the family things. Visiting? Uh, um, I'm, not, I'm not 100%. They've had the family. I know they've had the family there. Uh, because of uh, the various facilities and the Honey Fitz Theatre, of course, is in Loch Gar, um, connected to the Kennedys as well. So we wish them well with that. And, and we thank you very much for coming in. Time, time has beaten us. Thanks, After Jim. all you complained about, Joe's been miserable today. And he's not been, he's <laughs> that not was been lighter positive. than we expected now. Yes. Thanks, Jim. We'll let you go now. And have a lovely bank holiday weekend show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I really look forward to it. Anyway, thank you to John Delaney and Valerie Murphy. And all- 
your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.